Lieutenant Deacon talking. The 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time. What do you want me to do for you? Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down. Let the spirit come down on me to change my life around. Let the spirit come down. Hello and welcome to the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The first reading is from Jeremiah. I will comfort the blind and lame as I lead them back. The second reading is from Hebrews. You are a priest of the order of Melchizedek and forever. And the Gospel is from Mark chapter 10. And I'd like to concentrate on the words of Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Our hymn is a new hymn from Mike Anderson. Help us focus on you, Lord, a hymn to draw us into worship. But let's begin with Father Don's prayers, and this one is particularly relevant. Lord, teach us to love. Help us to love. Fill us with your love. Lord, give us this gift of your Holy Spirit, who is love, who is the love there within you in the life of the Trinity, between you, our Father, and you, Christ, the Word, the Son. Pour into us, through this life-giving Spirit, more and more the gift of charity and love forever and ever. What do you want me to do for you? These words of Jesus spoken to blind Bartimaeus could have come from the mouth of a footman speaking his lines in an episode of Downton Abbey. Almost exactly the same words were spoken to James and John last week. If I was blind and sitting by the road, these are the words I would like to hear. It was just what Bartimaeus needed to hear above the crowd telling him to be quiet. These words are at the heart of service and implicit in the quality of der operam, as mentioned last week, and constantly demonstrated by Jesus as he pays attention and utters the words of a servant. In response to James and John, Jesus last week said that Instead of all the glory and honour of one sitting on the right hand and one on the left, uh, it wasn't his to give. This week, Bartimaeus asks for his sight to be returned. These episodes selected by Mark can be read in another way, rather than the obvious. Both accounts can also be seen as questions coming from the Christian community surrounding Mark. In some parts of the early church, certain followers were more interested in a miracle-working wonder Christ and had become blind to the Christ of service. The Gospel words are reminders that they need to be healed of their false expectations of glory and see again that Christ went the way of the suffering servant. 
James and John are taught how to serve as true apostles, and Bartimaeus is now able to follow Jesus along the road from Jericho to Jerusalem. That is, he can now see the way of the cross instead of the way of the world. It has been argued that in their zeal and amazements at the resurrection, the first witnesses for Jesus concentrated on other things rather than the message of the kingdom. It's still difficult to remember sometimes that Jesus was true man. It can be easy sometimes to become blind to the true nature of his service and how it led to Calvary. At times we can fall into the trap of believing that salvation depends on us and what we do to earn it. Worse, we can even think that our religious actions deserve special treatment. Oh dear. The second reading from Hebrews tells of a Christ who was a high priest, but still a man appointed by God, offering a once and for all sacrifice for all who find themselves injured on the road, blind and lost, ignorant and wayward. These are the ones still crying out for help. And that's an important thing to realise. Bartimaeus was not afraid to cry out for help. Next Sunday, the Gospel gives us the response needed from any follower of Christ. This week, though, the story demonstrates the practical steps again. The way Jesus love, loves is to pay attention to firstly stopping on his important journey to, to Jerusalem. He stops. Listening carefully to the needs of the person met with love, despite what others say. Displaying an interest in Bartimaeus as a special individual, looking at him with love, showing him concern and curiosity by encouragement with the words that should be our personal motto as Christians. Where can we say, what is it you want me to do for you? on you, Lord, on your presence in this place, help us focus on you, Lord, ever mindful of your grace, let us place our trials before you, knowing you are Lord of all, help us focus on you. So we can hear and respond to your call. You lavish your love on us and we follow you for our shepherd. You sacrifice your life for a Savior, King and friend. Help us focus on you, Lord. On your presence in this place 
Change my life around 